You're listening to the Keef to the City podcast. All right, well, there's not much to say about Saturday night's game. Just a bad game. Pretty much right from the start, the Yankees give up three runs in the second. They give up two in the fourth, two in the fifth, eventually lose 9-2 to two to the Nationals. And uh, I guess if you're going to lose a game, that's the way you want to lose. You don't want to lose uh, because you blew the lead or in heartbreaking fashion or because Aaron Boone screwed up his bullpen management or something dumb. If you're going to lose, at least just get blown out and get it over with. Uh, and that's pretty much what happened is James Paxton was awful and uh, the Yankees lost because of it. I mean, this is why while the Yankees are the best team on paper in the American League and would have been better on paper had Luis Severino not needed Tommy John surgery and had Masahiro Tanaka not missed the first week of the season. But this is why I'm worried about this team and not just for the regular season because they were going to go to the playoffs no matter what. And now with the expanded postseason, they're still going to go to the playoffs no matter what. Major League Baseball turning the regular season sort of into a formality for at least the Yankees when it comes to the new expanded postseason field. But this is what worries me for this team and winning a championship is their lack of starting pitching. Outside of Garrett Cole and Masahiro Tanaka, who will pitch later in the week, who I have full confidence and faith in, come the postseason. After that, it's a crapshoot. James Paxton wasn't good in the postseason last year. He's been up and down his entire career as as well as injured, and I know he's coming back from a back procedure that would have kept him out for the beginning of the regular season had it started on time. Um, But this is who he is. There's no excuses. You can't talk about the injuries with him because the Yankees knew who they were getting when they got him. They knew they were getting a pitcher who's frequently injured, a pitcher who uh, has the ability to go out and throw a complete game shutout with 15 strikeouts, but who can also unravel pretty quickly. And when his velocity's down the way it was on Saturday night, sitting 91-92, you get the result that the Yankees got. And uh, he had no put-away pitch the entire game. He faced nine batters. Six of them reached. He allowed the last five hitters he saw all in the second inning to reach. So didn't get a single out in the second inning as he went single, 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 double walk. He didn't have a put-away pitch the entire game. Everyone was, he was two strikes on a lot of hitters. Couldn't get them, couldn't put them away. Trey Turner leads off the game. He gets ahead of him 0-2, then gives up a, an 0-2 foul ball, then strikes him out. Uh, Adam Eaton comes up. He gets ahead of him 1-2 and gets him to fly out. Starlin Castro hits a triple that I think Aaron Judge would tell you he should have probably caught. I know it was a tough play and he had to jump and he's near the wall, but uh, with Judge's defensive ability, I think that's a play he makes more times than not. And Howie Kendrick gets ahead of 1-2. Uh, Kendrick fouls off a ball and then lines out sharply to center to prevent Castro to score from third. Um, but in the second inning, it was it was just worse. Uh, as Jubal Cabrera singles on a ground ball to start the inning, Kurt Suzuki singles on the first pitch he sees. Then the shift screws the Yankees over as he gets ahead of Carter Keboom 0-2. Uh, can't put him away, and he hits a weak ground ball through the right side to load the bases with no outs. And then comes Victor Robles. And this is the at-bat that changed Paxton's night and changed the game as he gets ahead of Robles 0-2. Then it's 1-2. Then Robles fouls two off. Then another ball to get a 2-2. Then another foul ball. And then finally the double down the line to score two. And then Michael Taylor who I feel like has been on the Nationals for 25 years at this point. He gets ahead of him 1-2, and then Taylor fouls two pitches off back-to-back, and then three straight balls, and Taylor walks, and that's the end of the night for Paxton. So it was only 2-0 at the point, but it's bases loaded and no one out for Michael King, who comes in, gets a double play to allow a run to score, and then gets Adam Eaton to fly out. So he did his job. He comes in, he gives up one run, 
uh, with the bases loaded and no outs. And and for James Paxton, a guy who's in a walk year, a guy who at most will make 12 starts if he doesn't get hurt again, that was an inning where if Michael King doesn't get the job done right away, Paxton's ERA might never recover. And a free agency walk year, I don't think you really want to start the season out with an ERA that is unrecoverable and you need to probably have six or seven straight good starts of like six innings and two runs or less to, to get it back down respectability. So James Paxton, for as bad as he was and for as bad as Michael King was later in the game, I think he, he probably owes Michael King a steak dinner or something nice for uh, saving his stats in what's a free agency walk year. But Aside from Paxton being horrible, that that was pretty much the game. Uh, Stanton hit another home run, uh, the second hardest hit home run in the StatCast era, only trailing another home run of his from two years ago. But I could care less about how hard the ball was hit. It was a home run. It was a solo home run. Uh, I don't care about that. I care about the fact that the Yankees lost the game. But, hey... You chalk it up as just one of those random games over the course of a baseball season. The only problem is in 162 games, it's way easier to say, hey, it was just a bad game and one of 162. Now it's one of 60. And while the Yankees are going to the playoffs no matter what, it still isn't good to have games like that, especially right out of the gate, especially when now the Yankees are turning to a bullpen game on Sunday and then going to Jay Happ and they've got to get Jordan Montgomery in. So it was really just nonsensical I thought to start the season with the rotation lined up with Cole Paxton bullpen game you're basically banking on the fact that Paxton wouldn't have a start like this Cole I can never imagine getting pulled in the second inning of a game because even if he were off like he kind of was the other night he still finds a way to get it done but for Paxton and a guy who can unravel and we saw it a lot last season especially in the first half of the season going into this weekend and banking on the fact that you're going to get length out of him and you're not going to need to go to the bullpen and now they need to make roster moves to get more bullpen arms up it was just irresponsible and and it backfired on the Yankees and now they're going to a bullpen game here um, in the rubber game of the series and a game that they need to win I mean they until they're actually ahead of the division until they're actually locked up in the playoff spot there's still that chance they won't get there even with the 18 postseason field but to have a better start we'll see Paxton again and hopefully his velocity is back up. Hopefully this was just uh, one bad start. But with only 12 starts in the season, most likely for him, he's, he's only got 11 left now. And one of the 12 has already been bad. So the next one needs to be better. This can't go on. And, and we need James Paxton to be the guy with the ability the Yankees traded for. Because after Cole and Tanaka in October, I don't know where they turn. And then the Yankees are in the same situation they've been in years past where they don't have enough starting pitching to get through the American League. But that pretty much sums up the game. Paxton was bad. The Yankees lost. And, and they'll try to win the series on Sunday against the Nationals in Washington, D.C. That'll do it for today. We'll be back on Monday with a recap of Sunday's game and an interview with former Major League reliever Carter Capps. Thanks for listening. 